Hello. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Doing quite well today. I really like that intro so much. I almost forget to say hi sometimes. That's how wonderful it is. You don't almost forget. You do forget. Today, the beginning of all of our episodes start with us saying, oh my God, I love that music. I I almost forget to to say good morning. We're so self-congratulatory. You're right. See, what happens is I have to take and shut it off because I'd like to put the music in in post because the when I process our audio, since the music is on my track, when I speak over it, then I can't process it. So, but I put it in here just for the vibe. Oh. Okay. So then we just sound crazy. So then what happens is then I go back. Well, if I talk over it, I have to leave it in. It doesn't sound as good. So what I do now is I just get it until you guys start talking. I cut it off and then I'll throw it back in and post. Awesome. A lot of editing also, that goes on in these it's shows. It's also violent. <laughs> a lot of moving. Cut it and I throw it and I shove yeah, it and I stick it. a lot of moving around so we're not talking yeah. over each other like that. Yeah. <laughs> a Ouchie. Of, a lot of cutting out people. Like I have to listen Ouchie. to three tracks to see who's talking and then I'm like, well, that wasn't really. Okay. Melissa wins this round. And then another time. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, that was funny. Jess, that was a good one. Then the rest of us get cut out. And then one or two times we all say something funny. Then I have to take and grab it and time shift it. So we all say it at the same. It sounds like we said it, you know. It sounds fantastic. It's fantastic. Delicious. I didn't know you could shift time. We need to talk after this podcast. Only in, I... only in podcasting can I shift time. Damn it. I need help. <laughs> you know, I, if I could just tell one little short podcasting story, I got a new client. And he sent me his stuff. And then last night at 8.30, he says, you made a mistake. And I'm like, you know, because he's a big time guy in the podcasting world. And I just started working for him. And uh, he says, Mm -hmm. you cut this part out. And I'm like, I I don't see how he, because I wouldn't have done that. I don't usually cut content, you know, from somebody that is what he does. So I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out. I got the raw audio and then what I did and I'm looking and I'm going back and forth. And I said, I looked at the raw audio. I said, it's not here. It's not in this audio. And he's like, yeah, it is. Then I said, look at your file. Do you have your file still? And he looks and he goes, we stopped recording for like two minutes. For some reason, oh it's not God. on there. <clears throat> and I said, okay. I was having like a heart attack because I couldn't figure out what he was talking about. So when something like that happens, I immediately jump to the computer and start like looking comparing files and doing this back and forth, audio, listening to one, listening to the other, listening to them at the same time. And then he's like, oh, well, how about that? Okay, I was wrong. All right, thanks. Wow, <laughs> great. Thanks. It was like 20 minutes racing around like a nudnik. But anyhow, what you do? That feeling that you had when he said you screwed up is the reason that I throw nothing out that, you know, my kids bring home from school or, or just oh, I save it, everything for like six months. And when it's too late, I'll purge. You know, I'll get rid of every notice about something going on in school or some after school activity or or the dentist appointment. All of this stuff I let pile up and pile up until it's way past its deadline. And then I'll chuck everything. But my fear is that they're going to come home or Stuart's going to say, you fucked up. We we miss this because it has happened to me, and I still have that that dread and that horror in my throat because I'm responsible in life for so little <laughs> that if I fuck it up, what does that you know, really say? Your life has been designed around you for that exact reason too. All right, don't you think? So if I fuck it up, oh my god! Like I can't even handle what? 
Are I we bo- talking about fear already? Or are not, we not even into that yet? I didn't even get there yet. But oh, I mean, I handled the... Because well, that was a big fear thing last night for me. Because every yeah. show that I ever do, whenever they, someone sends me audio, the first thing I do is I make a copy of it. And I leave one copy raw. So in case anything Art. happens, I always have the original that they sent me in case I completely screw something up because that's happened too. That's smart. You're smart. Yeah. That sounds terrible. What? No, the, it's great to make that copy. That's your insurance policy that even if you do fuck it up, you could always resort back to original mm-hmm. content. But it's a lot of copies. That's all I'm saying. Well, he could do what I do after the whatever time you finish and it's posted. He could go back and just delete shit or like I purge. I throw everything out and start over. I try to do it two days before Stuart says, what the fuck is going on in this house? You better throw some of this shit out. Two days before he explodes, I try to do the purge. Yeah. I almost always make it. Sometimes I don't. Eek. But that does segue beautifully into what I wanted to talk to you guys about, which is fear and your fears and what of what you are afraid. Uh, nothing? Got nothing? Oh, I've got no tons, fears? to be honest with you. I just didn't want to go first. <laughs> Unless, Jess. I've been thinking on this quite a bit. It's complicated. Why, uh, I can... Uh, just throw out a couple. We'll, go, we'll round robin it, it. There's a lot of different levels of fear. Like fear of death, fear of being judged, fear of being excluded. Those are my heavy, heavier ones. Lighter ones include fear of a bug in my pants, fear of tapeworm, fear of something crawling into my ear while I'm sleeping. Okay. Those three that you just said, I mean, I'm not saying. Is that more like what you're going with? No, no, I want it all. But those three that you just Mm. said, I want to know to what degree do you go to make sure it's not happening? Tapeworm. Well, that crawls out of your butt at night. Does Scott check your butt every night to make sure there's no No. tapeworm? Like, to what degree do you take these fears? How how serious are these fears? Pinworms are the ones that go out your butt. Oh, that's right. Tapeworms do not. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> let's see what, to what extent? Okay. So then they wouldn't be, I mean, no, I don't really go through much. I don't like bugs in the house and I make someone else kill them, but like, it doesn't like ruin my life. The fear that I think, um, dictates the most of my behavior is fear of being ugly. I do really? a lot of upset. Yes. What are you kidding? Hair extensions, lash extensions, obsession with Sephora, fingernails what teeth whitening eyebrow waxing i mean i am i am like i i, I was thinking about it actually 10 minutes ago because i knew we were going to talk about this and i was like i think that's my i think that's my day-to-day fear and and actually being heavy messes with me very much in that area because half the time i spend thinking well all right i'm fat but at least i'm not ugly and the other half of the time i think oh my god i look so ugly today Shit, if I were skinnier, it would be better. <laughs> so I'm like constantly like having this like fight in my head about it. It's terrible, I know, but Well, did you ever see well I I ever, I guess you wouldn't really notice this, but like guys, like you'll see a woman that has like this really smoking hot body, but then she has a butterface. And you know yeah. what butterface is, right? Mm-hmm. I do. Sure. Okay, so mm-hmm. so then you're thinking to yourself, yeah, that poor woman there, no matter what she does, ee. Like, yeah, he's got a bad helmet. What was, sorry. Yeah, God, God just gave her a bad helmet. Jess just told you there are 10,000 things she could do to fix the helmet. You said in a previous podcast, John, that women should come with like a number of what percent of them is real. Yes. 
Do you recall? Do you recall that <laughs> at, at this all? moment? You're looking at a hundred percent. No, ninety five percent because I do dye my hair. The yeah. rest of this is, I mean, I am makeup free. I am shampoo free for one day. Shampoo free. You know? I, you know, it's, it's. I think I saw it in a meme. It's where you know women they have fake lashes, fake boobs, uh, fake hair. I don't have and all fake that boobs. stuff, and they're all looking my for hair a real. Has been fake. And they're all looking for a real man, and I'm just thinking to myself, yeah, it's kind of like we're getting a, we're getting sold a, a bill of goods here. You know what I mean? Right. Well, but in the woman's defense, um, women have always sort of been fluffing up in those areas, like forever, like since we've actually had time. this argument already on this podcast. Let's mm-hmm. take it one step further than that. Every day you struggle, Jess. Every day it's it's one of these. Every day, one, one of these. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are so. Those I would say are the more like I have this fear of clowns i totally. do not like clowns either and snakes but i don't encounter snakes in my everyday but yeah and what's to do about it y- right nothing. there's nothing right and then i also have this total crazy fear of timers um that amuses the shit about? out of my family mom here do this i bet you can't do this in 10 seconds get the fuck away from me i'll punch you in the face before i'll let you come near me <laughs> with a clock that's what counting down really i can't, can't handle a timer I- I cannot handle a timer. They stress me out in a way that I'm so uncomfortable. I freak out. So my family knows that that the you big must thing. You never watch a play that game perfection. Oh my god! I just I just <laughs> got you sweaty. Oh my god, John! I just gave her. Oh my god! Um, I will play. Oh I will play she can't games. Play. Look at her. Look at her. If you get rid oh of, like, god. I love Boggle. And my family knows, I'll, well, when we were younger, that I'll play Boggle with you, but I like took a hammer to the timer. I'll play with you and we could say, are you about done? But it's much more civilized the way I play. So I guess it's, we it's, shouldn't send you a, um, what's what that thing taboo? called? A, like an hourglass. We, you shouldn't get like an hourglass. What's that thing you put with, you fill with sand, a time glass, an hourglass, a, you turn it over? It's, it's called a timer and a, it's what I fear. So right. thank you for putting it out there. That is the least offensive way to have a timer. The ones that go really stress me out but the sand timer i can kind of look away but once you capture auditorily i'm inventing words now um once my oh my god oh my god (laughs) you know nothing good comes at the end of that right that's a timers are for when things explode right no wait a minute sometimes you no it's when when you get it right what's the big deal yeah no i I, something in it just makes me flush with anxiety and fear right now. and 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 sometimes sometimes it's anger where I I will punch you in the face if I know anger. that you intentionally did that anger. Right. yeah it's it's terrible like it's a terrible feeling so you couldn't do like an noise. eating timed contest or anything that was timed you it would freak you you couldn't even do it right I don't think I would ever be in an eating contest but I like I don't mind New Year's Eve when it's like the countdown to the ball going down. I don't need to run around and hum with my fingers in my ears. It's not like that stresses me out, but it's that's a, more of a countdown than a timer. But once it's a timer where something I have to do something before it gets to zero, I I'll throw up all over you before I'll get do whatever has to be done. It's so wow, stressful. That is so strong. So stressful. You probably you two probably don't know that you are actually talking to the podcast Oreo eating champion. <laughs> no i did not I, I in fact did not know that yes i've eaten 10 oreos in one minute and so far oh, no Scott podcaster has, no podcaster has been, has been able to top that <laughs> oh, did you hear Scott jess what'd she say 
Scott could my beat that. My husband could beat that. No, ten, ten in a my minute? My husband can put, yes. One at a time. You can't shove five cookies in your mouth. I don't know. I bought an entire tub of cinnamon alphabet cookies from Trader uh, Joe's. Trader Joe's. And yeah. within two hours, I looked on his night table and half of them were gone. Now, I understand. I you like, can, listen, when I was getting ready to practice, when I was getting ready to practice <laughs> for the, the event, I ate two whole whole things of Oreo cookies, 36 cookies in a in a bat in a container. What is it like? A I don't even know I'm what actually is. impressed by I'm oddly impressed by this. Can I ask you after eating an entire box of cookies? Right. Are you t- are you turned off by Oreos now? Is it just too much, or could you still? Or do you I, still just think about it now? I'm craving. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. I love wow. Oreo craving. So what Little happened Oreos. Was, with the Oreos, Melissa? Um, my Oreo husband, chubby. My husband used to call Oreos um, the pussy cracker. He said the only thing that tastes better than that is Oreos. I don't know what to say to that. I was, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little taken back then too. I think you've told us that before, and I don't think I knew what to say to that last time either. Pussy crackers, he calls them. It's ridiculous. I'm <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Seriously, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. But yes, he also has an Oreo, a serious Oreo problem. I've tried buying the thins, no dice. I've tried buying the fudge-covered ones, hates mm. them. He only likes the flat, straight, plain, right, traditional. Original. But 10 in a minute. 10 in a minute is what you're saying. I mean, actually, 10 in a minute is probably a lot. But I know he can stick a whole cupcake in his mouth. So, like, I have some confidence in his Well, the, the, the rules all. of the contest was Not you could cupcake, only eat one cupcake. at a time. Like, you couldn't just put two or three in a time. You had to eat one at a time. And you were Any allowed milk? to use milk. You were allowed to use milk. So what I did okay. was I had okay. two cookies, and I had one cookie sitting in the milk. And I would put that in kind of softness. So I'd give a couple chews and a swallow. I put the other one in there. And then I had a couple chews and a swallow. But what happened was, in halfway through, I started to get like a chipmunk pouch of cookie residue. So As I one does. Yeah, I couldn't get that. In, I couldn't get that down. But I did get that in a minute. And it's okay. not been beaten yet. Challenge accepted. Okay. <laughs> Challenge accepted. I'm going to New York tonight, and I'm going to get a couple of, uh, the, you said it, there are trays at this point of Oreos, mm-hmm. and I'm going to peel that back, and we're going to sit in our hotel room tonight, even though New York has the best bakeries in the world, I will bring Oreos, and we will try to beat 10 in a minute. Okay. Because I'm the best mother ever. <laughs> okay. We'll see you what are, happens. You are something. Good luck. Awesome. That's what I say. Good luck. I'm just going to challenge the men in my house What's to in do New that. York? We were going because we had a pet sitter. That's how our lives run. If you find somebody you love and trust to watch your dogs, we're out of town. So New York is close and familiar. So we got a hotel room and then we got a call from a friend who said, I just wrapped my job here in New York. I have one night left and my friend Lori is in a play and I have tickets. Do you guys want to come? And initially, I think she said, do you want to come? I said, we will be in the city and we'd love to see you for a meal. But I have my whole family. And she said, I'll get tickets for everyone. Her friend Lori happens to be Lori Metcalf. Oh, wow. That Lori Metcalf. And that is who we're going to see tonight in a play. And she said, yeah, we'll go for drinks afterwards. So what? What? I will probably not be going. I've loved her so long. Well, I told you she's in that. She was in Going On, Getting On, Getting On, that show that. on right and that's where i assume our friend knows her lisa knows her from that so she said yeah we'll go out for drinks afterwards and again i'm with my family so i'm gonna go you're going with lisa Rowe. yes so i'm gonna go back to our hotel room and amy's meeting there too so she's gonna go out and she's gonna fangirl for the night and it'll be it'll be fun so why didn't i get invited to this 
why i don't know how i did so i i i don't know um because oh, it was from lisa oh it was- right she she said i'm leaving new amy york too? what's that did she invite amy too she did yeah she Just did who do i have to sleep with to be celebrity that's all i want to know to meet or be uh me first okay comes later i think i don't know i'll make a list for you but first the oreos without me i mean you don't have certainly you don't she's leaving at three o'clock so i can't go i'm going to richmond this weekend actually what's in richmond so you couldn't go anyhow so richmond virginia um scott's father's sister ronnie um, has two children, which she named Jamie and Wendy after Peter Pan. Jamie has a baby, Cecilia, and Cecilia is a year old this month. And Jamie and his wife, Emily, are going to name her Hebrew name after my Emily. Her name is going to be Esther. It's her baby naming. Oh, That's beautiful. So you have to go down yeah. there for baby naming? Yes. Well, I wouldn't normally, except that she's naming her child after my child. Gotcha. No, isn't here anymore. So, and like in our tradition, when you name after the dead, it whatever good deeds the living does helps them further their path in their journey after in the afterlife. So, it's kind of a big deal. And I mean, I I Scott can't go because he's sick again, but I'm going. Um, it's gonna be really fun. This is actually I love these cousins so much. Like I love Scott's. I love Jamie and Wendy and and their spouses and their children. They're all extremely delightful. I love them so much. They're awesome and fun. And I told uh, the wife, the wife's name is Emily. Also, I told Emily I was getting an Airbnb. She was like, let's get drunk and smash the China. So I was like, <laughs> can't wait to pay for that. Thanks. I think I love her too. <laughs> she's all, she's extremely fun and funny. So I'm sad that Scott's that. not going with you. I am too, but he is that cold that I had, you know, four weeks ago. Well, yeah, he still has it. And um, it has turned into something well, it's not really. He's just coughing and he can't get better and he's on prednisone. Prednisone brings down his immunity. He's already immune compromised. I think he broke a rib from coughing last week. So he's like pretty uncomfortable in his doctor. Wow. That was my next question for you. How many broken ribs does he have from coughing? Just one. But he hasn't broken a rib in almost a year. Why not? I can't imagine coughing so much so hard if you break a rib. It is the most depressing thing because he'll cough and cough and cough and cough and cough and all of a sudden he'll go, something might have snapped but there's nothing you can do for it it's not like they open you up and wrap them back together like they do your toes you just Mm-mm. suffer until they grow back together or whatever it's uh, right you cannot buddy tape your ribs you are correct yeah <laughs> it's not yeah, a thing yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah all right so there's a fear i have a fear of coughing until i snap a rib <laughs> now you do mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't have it before today no, but, but you now do now I do. yes Oh, man, it's terrible. I mean, he's in so much pain. So what we're going to do actually is Skype him so that he's there for the baby naming. Oh, there you go. Because it's his daughter, too, you know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of beautiful. It's kind of a beautiful guess- thing to be going down for. Just you and the schmoo, right? No, Laura and Izzy. They're oh. her presents, too. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. The four of you. That'll be a fun drive. How far She's is actually, it? actually uh, three and a half hours. Any of you or have she- fear of traveling with family? That's usually a fear. <laughs> um, sir, I have more fear traveling with Scott than I do with Laura. Laura is very laid back traveler. She's up forever. She can drive. She can not drive. She can change the station in the car. We listen to the same stuff. She helps with the baby. Uh, we are actually at our best when we're not home and when we're traveling. She's the one that I took to like last summer 
she came with me to LA because I was speaking at Blogger and we, I just took them on vacation, like her and Izzy, because I was just like, let's just go to California, hang out with my sister. She was just up for whatever. There you go. All right, Melissa. So you've been bad. Yeah, it's so good to have a friend like that. Let's have uh, some have your fear there, Melissa. Yeah, Melissa. Ti- timers wasn't good enough for you? <laughs> that's not really. I can't even believe that's a fear. So that's, I have. It sounds of, like a pretty. Li- her face showed you. It no, was it's, it's a total. Well, I'm more likely to encounter a timer than I am a clown or a snake or I don't know any of the other weird shit I've been finding on the Internet about fears and some shit people are afraid of. But I, I, you know, failure is is pretty high up there. Forgetting something like that because I have this fear that I'm losing my mind most of the time that I'm going to forget something important that that panic that you had when it came to not doing something for a podcast editing and some that panic right there totally overtakes me sometimes. But for me, it's mostly timers and, and disappointing people because if you want to upset me and throw me into a spin of any sort, all you have to do is say, Melissa, I'm really disappointed in you and I'm out for a good 36, 48 hours. That's and my oldest daughter. If I say, if I get mad, if I just say, wow, you really disappointed me, that breaks her heart. Yeah. It breaks her heart. And I, I've only done it like a couple times. And I don't, and even when I know about it, like it, it just happens, like I'll say something and she's very, she, like I said, it's only happened a couple of times, but when it does, it breaks her heart. So I when understand you, it. When she only ate six Oreos, you told her? That's right. She only ate six. And I said, listen, you know, you're really shaming the family. I exactly. got to get that Oreo number up there. Absolutely. Now let's go. Let's try it again. Put your finger down your throat and invent and let's try it again. But if somebody said to you, you've disappointed me, you'd be like, yeah, fuck off. Like, that's easy for you to no, shake off. That's I, easy. No, I'm, I always strive to do the best that I can in anything that I really do. But it took me a long time to accept what I consider failure. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. I saw a video of Richard Pryor's son, Mason, get up and do stand up. I sent it to you. And he got yeah. up and bombed at the Apollo. That's right. And I'm thinking to myself, I, watching him gave me the sweats, the fear of bombing Why? because of the way he bombed. Sometimes and it he happens. did bomb. And it's funny because he sounds like his father yeah. and he's got the mannerisms of his father. And I know that if he sticks with We're- it, that he'll end up doing well. He just had some bad material, but he has stage presence and he has mic oh, presence. So I feel that he'll be okay. But to watch him bomb, I couldn't watch the whole thing. I had to turn it off. So I have a I wonder if someone wrote that material for him. That is the number one way to bomb is to have someone else write your jokes. Yeah. And I think what the other thing, too, was he went political and I don't think he can be political. Yeah. Richard Pryor was never, was he? No, he, I don't think he did. Carlin was very political. but And hilarious. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So when I watch that, so I do have a fear of bombing. I have a terrible fear of heights. If I'm watching somebody like high up walking steel or high up climbing a tower or something or, or jumping from building to building, I get agita. Like I get anxiety from watching that. And I am sitting in a chair and I know I can't fall, but just watching them do it. So I have a real, real, now if I'm up in a plane, I don't have a fear of heights, but if, or if I'm in a building looking out a window, I don't have a fear of heights. But if I have a, there's a, some way I could fall, then I have a fear of heights. Which is weird because I worked in the elevator business for 25 years. I was just going to say that your last, your job was, was all about going up. 
going down. Yeah, there was there's some times where I'll never forget there was one time I was going down. Supposed to be going to a Christmas party and I had to fix this one elevator because it was there was only two in the building and I had to get on the side of the elevator because the where I had to work was on the side so and it was stuck at the top so I climbed down from the top of the, the I climbed from the one elevator to the top of the other elevator I was standing on a beam and I was working on the side of the elevator and you could feel the wind blowing up the sh- up the elevator shaft up my pant leg and everything and that was making me a little weak yeah cuz I was 30 <laughs> stories in the air so yeah I didn't like that too much but if I'm standing on oh, top of an elevator and there's no fear of falling you could take me up 70 st- I've been up 85 stories that's not been an issue. Wait, you've been standing on top of it while it's moving? Oh, sure. Yes. A lot of times you'll sit, you'll sit on it and you'll have you'll put somebody What's inside. What's the worst that could happen if you bomb? Let's go back to that. I've bombed. It was horrifying. I, I, I don't, don't know. Do I guess because you feel like you're not funny. Even when I do my comedy podcast and I do something and I don't get the reaction that I wanted from my co-hosts, I'm like, sometimes I'm like, fuck you, that's funny. Stop it. That's funny. You know, yell well, but that's what you say to the audience. <laughs> right. Fuck you. That was that's, funny. That's true. I, I hear you. The quick response to that is what? Too soon? I mean, you have to have your backups for when, when shit goes yeah. sideways and you're unsuccessful. You say, oh, really? Was it your mom? Or like you have to have just mm-hmm. a quick quip and then move on to the next thing. That's true. My cousin who's been doing stand up told me, I mean, you could see his progress from like six months ago until now he has learned that when a joke isn't funny he goes what my seven-year-old thought that was hilarious yes exactly that's the quick quip that comes right after it brings them back to you you know it can bring them back to you so for next week we're recording and because stephen hawking is has died we're going to do a spot because i actually have a stephen hawking voice generator where i can talk like stephen hawking so Actually, Stephen Hawking is going to be coming back from the dead. On your podcast. Yes. Because I don't use the... I just don't even know what to say. It's such a classy idea. I'll be sure to tune in while eating my <laughs> So you don't like Oreos. it already. You don't like it. I didn't say that at all. Did you say that, Melissa? I just clarified that it wasn't on our podcast, that it was on his. <laughs> Listen, my seven-year-old thought that was hysterical. <laughs> well played. Too soon? Too mm. soon? Yeah, exactly. Too soon? Anyone? Anyone? I thought it was hysterical. Hey. Yeah, you should definitely put that on your uh, brand X. That's where it goes. That's exactly, exactly. where it goes. Mm-hmm. Any yeah. other any other fears? Fear of winding up in a chair and having people mock you in your voice as you ride around with so much going on in your head that you can't communicate? Is that a fear? Not anymore. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Oops. I thought I went to bypass. Oops. Whoops. <laughs> All right. Oops. So what I did find were... Wait. Re- other wait i asked no more fears no i don't have any yeah i think i'm good uh i like how you thought um besides the fear of telling you any bits i'm gonna do actually you know what's funny is that there are some fears i didn't know that i had until i had children especially a daughter i did know i was afraid of my children ever doing heroin she knew that um which is probably why she chose it but the other thing i know that i'm now fully afraid of is having a child that is a listener of country music that's a fear that's just and unfortunate or the insane clown posse oh you don't want them to be a uh, juggalo who was identified as a gang my daughter was a juggalo and when i asked her about it why she you know she was constantly trying to get get me to get fago and all this other stupid shit and i was like why is this cool to you 
you don't understand. They're like my family. And I was like, you're a Jew. You have a thousand family members in this town alone. What do you mean they're like your family? You don't understand. I'm like, no, you don't understand. Those are for lonely pieces of violent, stupid. I used to call them drooling goons. That was my, I was like, they're just a bunch of drooling goons. And she would get so angry. Ouch. Yes. The insane clown posse. Not for you. Not cool. I used to know their names because they used to always be on Howard Stern. There was uh, yeah. yes! Shaggy Two Dope Not- and Violent J. <laughs> okay, there you yes. go for pulling it out of the memory. Do you know what finally got her away from the Juggalos? She had a Juggalo boyfriend named Dylan. I think I told you guys this story. She had a Juggalo boyfriend named Dylan, and we took them on a double date to the Newcastle Farmer's Market. And, you know, we're trying to make conversation with this. <laughs> Ew, not, you know what I mean. Not my daughter. Oreo eater. Oreo. Yes. All right. We tried to make conversation with this numb nuts. Let's let's edit out. We could. And um, you said it twice. Scott goes, it's going to be harder. Scott goes, so Dylan, what do you want to be like as a career? And he goes, well, I have two things I want to be either a plumber or a white rapper. And Emily's eyes rolled so far back in her head. She could probably see her own brain. She was like, oh, after that, no more. We're done. We're done here. <laughs> yeah. After that, she was like, we are done here. Mom, I get wow. it. Because we both exchanged a look like, really, is this going to be your life? And she was just like, it, all our eyes were. And she was like, no, I can't possibly deal with this another day. Like it all went through non-verbals. See, the nice thing about being a plumber is you only have to remember two things to be a plumber. Shit floats and water runs downhill. Besides that, everything else is really self-explanatory. I admire a good plumber. Um, I'm still caught up on the fact that you were on a double date and how quickly she tried to get an Uber to take him anywhere else but where you were. Do we have to take him home? Yeah, she, yeah. Did he wear makeup? Uh, on days where he wasn't being a normal person, yeah. Like, the, the makeup was only for special occasions. Oh, I they see. They would wear, like, big, like, juggalo medallion. Anyway, it, it's a fear every mother should fear is the insane clown posse. They're so stupid, it hurts. And um, let's see what else. Oh, having your kid crack his nose, break his nose. That was horrible. That was a fear I never knew I needed to fear. It was a bone breaking. Uh, John, I think you can attest to that. Having your child break something on their face. Yeah. She got kicked in the face by it. Were you listening to She Podcast then, Melissa, when his daughter got kicked in the face with a horse? He sent me the video and it literally sounded like someone took a baseball bat to a coconut. That's how he described it. It was exactly right. Clock. It was horrible. Oh, my God. Makes my stomach turn just thinking about it. Yeah, that was that's a fear now that I have. And both cheekbones with a horse. Oh my god! What's mm-hmm. the recovery time on that kick in the face? It was eight weeks. Oh, and it broke her jaw too. Her oh jaw. my god! Oh, so my she god. had her she had her uh, jaw so wired terrible. shut. And you know what's really weird about that was she would do like she would bring home tacos and then she would put the tacos in a blender and blend them all <laughs> up. And, yes, <laughs> and drink it through a straw. Strangely, now I want tacos. <laughs> Strangely, I know anyone eat it like that. I couldn't believe she did it too, but she did. She would like jam. She was drank a lot of milkshakes and stuff like that. That's a fear of breaking my jaw and having my jaw wired shut. That's a good weight loss plan, though. Mm. Thinking about it, I mean, that's all you can eat, and you're exactly right. It is. That was crazy. Milkshake city. (sighs) So yeah. All right. So does that mean? Wait. So are we? Are you going to tell us? You told us yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's also that there fear more? of, I, I have friends who have a serious fear of missing out, 
right? So they're missing out on something going on and they're missing out. Going to New York, seeing Lori Metcalf, stuff right. like that. I don't have a fear of missing out like that, but I have a fear of missing out on things in my kids' lives. I have a fear that I'm going to, I guess that's kind of a fear of death, that I'm going to die and I'm not going to see them fall in love and find somebody who who loves them and treats them well and, and their kids. And like, I, I'm afraid that I'm not going to see what I'm literally paying my dues for right now to get to. We've discussed, I think parenting is the worst job in the entire world. It's, it's just without question, painful and horrible and so rarely rewarding. And, but I feel the reward is when they're adult enough to make choices and, and find partners and have successes. That's what I want to see. So when I see that I could sit back in my glider with my next round of 700 rescue dogs and say, it is because of me. It is because of I. I am the reason, part of the reason, that that child has reached this happiness, this plateau of wherever they are. My fear is that I'm not going to see that, that I'm going to be paying these dues to get a horse kick in the face and not make it to see all the <sighs> joys. So that's part of a fear that I have that I have to fight away on a pretty regular basis. Mm. But I did, I yeah. did find, I did find these weird well, not so weird, but I didn't realize they were really fears. Like there's Europhobia. You want to guess what Europhobia is? Fear of a Europe. Fear of Europeans. That would totally make sense, but it is the fear of female genitals. I don't have that fear. What? I'm not I don't fear them. I, I fear some things about them. Like there sometimes there's an odor that I'm not sometimes I'm afraid of that. And we have a whole podcast about that odor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um but to counterbalance it, there's some of them taste like Oreos, I guess. I haven't found one of them yet. <laughs> Keep looking. I'm just Keep looking, I'm John. Sure. Keep looking. Whatever. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. But to counterbalance that, there's phallophobia, which is the fear of erections. Of having them or not having them or seeing one. I think it's being around an erection, the fear of an erection. So oh. it could go either like an way. Actual I guess. one ha- not happening to you. Like if you walked in a room and there was a guy sitting there with an the erection, room. you would like scream and run out of the room. I would not. I mean, but yes, that I think is what, what this is saying. You. But more, it could be yours as well. It's just the fear of an erection. Okay. I don't know There's, too many men that would have that. I could see women getting that, having that fear. Right, mm. right except for Jessica's situation. What if of, men have it and they have a penis? I mean, does that count as anything? Well, you could be afraid that you're going to get an erection. Well, I think and, what it would, it would look like is you ever go buy one of those car dealerships and they have that tube out there that goes blows up and then goes down and blows up and goes down. With the wavy arms, I love that. Yeah, the wavy arm guy. Well, if you had that fear and you were a man, like you would get excited and you would go, ah, and it would go down and then you would get excited ah, and it would be like that guy, you know, the wavy arm guy. I need to come up with a drop for when I'm rolling my eyes at you <laughs> so that everybody can realize that, ah, drop, ah, eye roll. Yeah. What would that sound like exactly? I wonder. I don't know. Nah, I don't oh, know. I mean, let me see something. I'll work, roll. I'll work on it. How about this? No. <laughs> no. Uh, how about closer? Cop. How about coprophobia? Coprophobia. That's dead bodies. No. Right? No. Coprophobia is the fear of poop. Really? Oh, copophilia Ooh. is the fear of hooking up with boys. <laughs> copophilia. Um, the fear of touching your own breasts. Here, this might be sometimes me. Decidophobia, the fear of making decisions. What if I make the wrong one? Every once in a while, I just got to pick a side and go. Uh, that is tough. Hmm. 
Ergophobia. Ergophobia itself. Ergophobia itself. It's I don't the fear know that. Of, Go ahead. It's the fear of work or functioning. Really? Yeah. The fear of work. Yep. Ergophobia. Globophobia is the fear of balloons. I know. Pe- I know somebody Why that has a fear of balloons. None of these make sense. That should be the fear of the world. Right. Do you remember learning when you were little that triskaidekaphobia was the fear of the number 13? No. Yes, I do. Remember learning that when you were little? And you're like, well, what does that have to... Oh, try. Oh, I get it now. And there was one that I thought was... Well, there's lots of fears. There were thousands of them. I was overwhelmed. Mine were not on any of the lists. Hmm. But the kumpunphobia is the fear of buttons. Kumpunphobia. (laughs) Kumpunphobia. Can't wait to hear it. Sounds like dog... Punani fear. <laughs> Pussycat fears. Um, yeah, the fear Poon, of buttons. Poon. Oh, yeah, cats. You're right, not dogs. Cats. How, how are you going to... Uh, what makes you afraid of buttons? Like, I think I'm pretty rational about my fears. I know they're my I'll fears. I'll tell you. Go ahead. My sister has poonaphobia. <laughs> I like it your way better. <laughs> Buttonfly jeans? What are we talking here? When she was one years old, she fell asleep on our babysitter's shoulder and when she woke up she had an imprint of a button on her face and to this day Aww. she does not wear clothes with buttons on them Aww. in case her head slouches down and you what? think that's cute but imagine being that person's mother and shopping with them do you know how many button pants there are and button shirts there are and my mother was always like why why you're 11 you know, like, why is this an issue? <laughs> she still will not wear. She does not like, I mean, and that was the time when like guests had the button flies. That's all people were wearing. Right. Not Dana. No, sorry, Bob. So I have one. See yeah. if you can figure what this is. Telephobia. Tail. T-H-E-L-E phobia. T-H-E-L-E. Tell. Telephobia. The f- fear of no expanding your mind. Nope. What is it? The fear of the telephone. The fear of nipples. Oh, so you were really obsessed of the whole, how come I can't post a nipple on Instagram? No, that's not it. I just happened to (laughs) look up fears, and the first one I saw was telephobia, and it's the fear of nipples. And I was like, wow, I can't believe that that's actually a fear. Like, I never saw anybody have a fear of a nipple. A fear of being titillated. Um. Any more fears? I like that word. I do too. No. Now we're good? Um, I think we might be good. All right. Fears. A fear I of this fear bit death. going on any longer. The um, thing if, with death, though, is like, I just, I'm not really afraid to die. I'm kind of afraid of what happens after. Yeah, I'm not afraid of that. Why? Well, because I don't Stephen think Hawking? anything He'll goes on after that. So it's the, it's the getting but there. then isn't it scary? What are you going to do then? Nothing. Well, it's a place where there are no clowns, no timers, no nipples, no erections. It's just, that's it. You're, it seems lonely. Mm. But if you don't have if you're cognition, dead, you, don't yeah, you don't know. And if somebody knew and could tell us, we would know that there was something after. But there, you know, I, I guess you have to believe what you have to believe. But my fear is missing what's here, not afraid of what's there. You can't, I can't worry about what's there unless there's I don't like, want it. Well, all right, then you got me. Yes, I will. I'm afraid of missing what's here. Unless there's a big clock counting down, I'm going to shit my pants. I, I, It's not there. It's here. What if all the religions and all the mediums and all the little signs and all of this stuff, what if it's bullshit and there's nothing? That's my biggest it's fear. It's all just science. 
and that's uh, it. You just become worm eats. food. Well, I'm all right I with don't that. Be worm food. I'm all right with that because I choose I to live this to life here. And that's it. What if it's here's another fear that I used to have all the time when I would smoke up in college. What if this is all a figment of our own imaginations and we're all in a coma somewhere? Then live it out, girl. The, like the like the matrix, like we're actually just in a yeah. dream state. Yep. Hmm. Like, Interesting. I really can't believe you took it to that level, Jessica. I had to. I had to. We're talking right. about fears. All right, let's move on. Let We're it just go. Gonna leave it Let there. We're just going to drop it like a lead balloon and move on. Hey, unless, dear <laughs> listener, if you have a fear you'd like to share with us, we would love to hear it. Or a fear that you think is ridiculous. Or if you are afraid that we'll ever talk about this again, do let us know. Hello. <laughs> oh, Lionel. Is it me you're looking for? Just Lionel. tell us. Lionel. We wonder where you are. We don't wonder if you're there. How you're doing. And there's only one way for us to know that you are there. So and that's for you to email us and say, hi, I listened to your show. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep it our secret. <laughs> Let's just keep it a secret between Shh. me's and you's. Say nothing. Um, there you go. Yeah. I found something fascinating. But before I even mm. tell you the rest of it, I want to know. You think, I mean, we think that we are rock stars about to happen. Not about to, but hidden, dampered, down, deep inside. Deep, way deep. Way deep. Okay, so Jessica, John, you are all of a sudden no longer a tampered down rock star. You are full blown and you're about to appear for you as comedy, whatever it is. You are told, okay, you're appearing at this venue. Tell us what you need. I found some riders from super oh. famous people that make me giggle. Tell us what you need in your green room, in your to, ha- to make you happy. What are your ridiculous requirements to make Jess and John happy? Am I Sarah Silverman level or am I like Madonna level? Madonna level. I want to hear you your tell freak. me. I want to hear your freakiest rider. <laughs> this is being sprung upon me. Let me think about it. Okay. Well, so can I go while you think? Because I have. Yes. yes. Okay. So oh, you already know. Oh, well, I just me, what, I trust me. I don't have many needs. Six boxes here, of Oreos, please. No, actually, what it would be would be honey bar, honey barbecue chicken wings. Only the drumsticks. I don't like the one with the two bone. Get rid of them. I, like I don't the like them. I like the two bone. I, I like the wings. This isn't your rider. This is my <laughs> rider. I don't care what you like. Go, know, be a, just, go be a juggalo. All, they have Diva, all the two bone first wings. First of all, I'm just saying we're perfect wing eating partners. That's all I'm saying. Oh, okay. Ah. All right. So I like the honey barbecue. And then I want New York cheesecake there because I'm a big fan of New York cheesecake. I can eat it every Obviously, night. Obviously, you're not doing any singing or speaking. Right. Well, How could you eat all that but a mouthful of flesh? The cheesecake is for afterwards. It's a celebration of a good show. Okay, good I'll eat cheesecake and then later on I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> for an hour. Right. <laughs> and then I want uh, iced tea, but I don't want it too sweet. All right. And I don't like, like, I, I don't want it real, real sweet. But I, you know, so basically what I want is a half gallon of iced tea with eight ounces of simple syrup in it. Okay. There you go. That's, That's what it? I want. You just want those two things to eat and like right. your own tiny yes. little keg of iced tea. What about tea? chairs? Right. What about furniture? What about music? What about ambiance? No. no. What if it's like a dump? What if it's like a dive bar? Okay. You got to have you're a right. fussy you're sticking to the floor. I want three strippers, a blonde, yeah. a brunette, and a redhead. And they have to be Asian. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something <laughs> freaky. I have no idea. I'm yeah. done. Um, this insert eye roll here. Okay. 
Top me. <laughs> let's, hear what you, let's hear what your crazy freak riders would have. I don't have crazy uh, freak riders. Um, well, come on, Melissa. You must have been thinking about this because this is your topic. You should be able to go. They're all my topic. I just like mocking other people. I see that. <laughs> um, Do you want to think about it while I read you other people's? Yeah, go ahead. Because No, oh, because first of all, I have read a bunch of these other ones. And also, I, I don't want it to influence my decision making. Okay. Okay. I know I need a giant container of Arthur Palmer's. Like Arnold Palmer's? How about Arnold? Arnold? How about Arnold? <laughs> I don't know. It's What's Arthur, Arthur Palmer? Right? But I knew, you know what? I knew it wasn't right, but I knew the Palmer <laughs> part was right. Hello, can I have a picture of Arthur Palmer's? It's his nephew. Uh, Arnold fucking Palmer. I would like also hot tea and assorted good ones, like tea bags, beautiful glass mugs and honey stirrers. Um, to drink them with. Um, I would like jasmine aromatherapy. I would like cushy couch and two recliner chairs. Um, a flat screen TV with, uh, you know, queued up with um, Xfinity on demand. Um, and Netflix and Hulu. I would also like an Alexa. Shush you. Um, I would also like fresh carpeting on the floor and it can't be any ugly color it has to be like a nice soothing color same with the furniture it has to be nice and soothing no gray i prefer like a mint or a teal or like a cream perhaps maybe a mauve or a pink i would like a stylist for my hair and someone different to do my makeup i would like a spray tanner there on demand and at my request a large assortment of fruit and it all has to be perfectly ripe. I can't have any tasteless, hard ass cantaloupe. Cut it's up got in, to be ripe cantaloupe. In tiny bite sized pieces cut up perfectly. Yes. And I want the berries destemmed. You can keep the cherries with the seeds, but all the strawberries have to be, the stems have to be cut off. I don't want a bunch of green stems on my fresh carpet. Do you want that marshmallow cream cheese dip that goes with it too? Yes, I would. Yes, I would. I think I would. I would also like Italian bread, fresh cheese, perhaps a little salumiere, some salami. <laughs> um. <laughs> wow. It only took her a little while to wind up and look at her go. I know. Once I got going, it got a lot easier. I'm not going to lie. I think we're going to hire John as a comedian because he only wants chicken wings and strippers and cheesecake. This other broad, she's, she's a little too needy. Wow, you guys. You sure you don't want any of those wings? I mean, just yeah. the wing ones, no no little drumettes? I just want the drumettes. I, like I don't the, like the I like the bone. non-drumstick ones. I like the non-drumstick um, ones, too. I don't enough about wings. Like, food-wise, I think I would either like Popeye's fried chicken. Stop it. <sighs> Or I would like um, Caesar salad, pasta fajol, um, chicken noodle soup, a deli tray for sandwiches, a variety of meats, including corned beef and I brisket, mean, and then this, some rice, this... some challah. Jessica, how are they? How do you even fit in a room? Jessica, is this for your entourage? Like what? Just in case you feel like you might want any one of the, you're there for an hour. There's no way you could even physically oh. put your hand like what are you staying there? It's not an Airbnb. You're performing. You get there 
for mic check early, you show up 30 minutes before the show. Like, no, what on mi- earth? No, hold on. That's not true. A mic check is earlier in the day. Then you have to hang out there for like five hours. Absolutely not. get ready for the show. Not a then chance. You do the show. Then after the show, you're in your green room. Halfway what through kind the of show sh- are we talking about Halfway here? Halfway through exactly? the show, she's going to have to leave and go to the bathroom, all that food. This is, I mean, this is for a whole entourage or for you as a single human? Well, you have to offer it to your no, guests. it's for like... No, I, I need my, what if my kids are there? What if my manager's there? What if my agent's there? What if I have friends that I'm going to see in that city? What, what if, if uh, Lori, Lori Metcalf drops by? Yeah. I mean, you can't just have wings and strippers if you're going to have Lori Metcalf come over. Yeah, she's going to want to Arthur Palmer. <laughs> it's your conviction in stating it so adamantly, knowing I it know, was wrong. I was such a douche. <laughs> You knew it was wrong and you still full steam ahead. I knew it wasn't. I didn't know it was wrong. I just knew it wasn't quite right. (laughs) Okay. I'm going to give you a choice. I I can't read them all to you. Give me a, tell me, do you want Beyonce? Do you want Adele? Do you want Kanye, Rihanna, Katy Perry, Paul McCartney? Who do you want? No question. It's got to be Kanye because he's definitely the crazy. You're going to read me their writer, right? Oh yeah. I want to hear Katy Perry. How recent are they? Oh, you do? Yeah. Cause I want to hear what her, cause she's a little freaky. I saw her on American Idol. And I think she should be removed. Is that First, because she kissed that nineteen-year-old boy? Smoking gun. All right, you guys all talked at the same time. I have no idea what either one of you said. Sorry. Wah, wah, wah. Let's try Is, one at a time, Melissa. You, uh, Melissa, did you get these from the smoking gun? I don't know where I got these. Somewhere on the internet. Right. John, are you saying Katy Perry should be removed because she kissed that nineteen-year-old virgin? There were two guys that she sexually harassed during the show, during the uh, what is it, the tryouts. Mm-hmm. That if I a guy it. had done the same thing, there would be a bunch of uh, feminists with pitchforks and tiki torches and uh, T-shirts saying, hashtag me too, having him removed. And I don't understand why she gets to do that. And yeah, no one says I a agree. word. It was, I mean, well, on the heels of that, I will read you her writer. There we go. Oh, yes, please do. It says, don't bring Katy Perry carnations. Um, in addition to her very specific flower rules, the Teenage Dream Singer's food list is quite specific. Ready? Arrangement of pink, fresh flowers, white, purple hydrangeas, pink, white roses, and peonies. If not available, seasonal white flowers to include orchids. Absolutely no carnations. Well, we talked about that before. Carnations right. stink. Are, they're the shithole of all flowers. Hydrangeas smell nice and carnations stink. I, com- I confirm with her flower choices. Um. A box of Huggies Baby Nature Care Wipes. Six, okay. That's nice. Six vitamin water zeros, assorted flavors. A bowl of whole, fresh, organic grown fruit, apples, bananas, oranges, and grapes. A plate of fresh cut crudite, including cucumber, broccoli, cauliflower, carrots, snap peas, and celery with ranch dip. Snyder's of Hanover's honey mustard and onion pretzels. A jar of salsa. Whoa. That's a bold move. <laughs> Especially if she's out there singing. And, Especially yes. if she's singing. She's going to blanket the place with stink. Baked blue corn, if possible, tortilla chips. Or the salsa. Freeze, yes. Freeze-dried strawberries. Two bottles. Ew, of- what? Yeah, they're kind of chewy. I kind of like them myself. So far, I'm on, I'm on board with everything she's got so far. Except for the flowers I could give two craps. Yeah. Two bottles of Santa Margarita Pinot Grigio. Throat coat. Oh. Your twinnings, your What's chamomile. Never mind. <laughs> Audible eye roll insert here. Um, chamomile PG tips and mint medley tea. She has your assortment of teas, Jess. 
The Fuse Slender Eyes in Assorted Flavors. I don't know what that is. I assume it's a drink. Fuse? Yeah, it's a drink. A jar of quality honey and mm-hmm. plastic mm-hmm. drinking straws. That's not so bad. No, it's not really bad. It's snacks. She has so snacks. Far. She's kind of, that's all she has on her, on the rider she I submitted. I do like me a honey mustard pretzel. The one she's talking about. I do like them. The little Snyder's the of pro- Hanover? Yeah, the broken ones are, are good because it gets all the stuff in there. I like them. Did you see her driver policy? No. no. All vehicles must have a front passenger seat. Driver must stay behind the steering wheel at all times. If the driver leaves the vehicle, they have to notify the client. Doors are unlocked when picking up the client. The driver's window must be down halfway at every pickup and drop off. The driver will not start a conversation with the client. The driver's cell phone ringer has to be turned off. The driver will not make any personal calls while driving the client, nor will he be talking on the phone while driving unless an emergency occurs or is instructed to do so. This is Katie Perry's driver? Yes. I would like to apply for that job. The client's guests are fans. Always park less than a mile away from drop and only if no direct parking is available in the vicinity. The driver will never assume. Always ask if in doubt. <laughs> Whoa. Damn. Damn is right. Always have two company cards with contact information. Driver's cell phone and company dispatch. We will always open doors. Driver must stay in the driver's seat. No, always learn, know where Amer- emergency medical and police station are. Do not stare, S-T-A-I-R, at the back seat through the yeah. rear view. <laughs> Sorry. V-I-E-U-W, mirror, M-I-R-R-O-W. Okay, who Always make this? sure the power is on when entering the vehicle. What? Safety first, we are not in a chase. Always watch pedestrians around the vehicle. Do not speed or run traffic lights or swerve. Always check the vehicle matinees. Vehicle matinees? Maintenance. That must mean maintenance. Yeah. But it says matinees. Always have four water bottles. Do not touch or move bags, luggage, unless you're asked to do so. Make sure the driver knows how to operate all accessories in the vehicle. Do not ask for autographs or pictures, especially not one driving. What you think of that? That's a rider right there, bitches. Right. Get her food. She's a little bit Crazy. of a diva. I just looked at Kanye's. Kanye has really just a bar set up. He has four six-packs of Heineken, a bottle of Patron Damn. Silver, a 750-milliliter bottle of Sky or Absolute, also of Hennessy. Um, a bottle of hot sauce, two packs of extra chewing gum. Like his are snacks, it's salted pistachio nuts, no red coloring. His are his aren't as impressive. But Rihanna, she sure would like five AC power outlets, adequate lighting for a relaxed atmosphere, white drapes to cover the lockers or bricks wherever you are, a humidifier, a large throw rug, plush, an animal print, cheetah or leopard. Must be clean as she will be walking barefoot. Pipe and drape the room in dark what? blue or black. Wait, she, what? She's walking barefoot. She she wants a clean rug. So she needs what? She needs a clean rug in animal print. Cheetah okay. or leopard. Six candles. The archipelago black forest. If you can't get these, please let me know ASAP and I will have a second choice candle for Rihanna. Oh my God. Four small clear square vases with white tulips, no foliage. Second choice. A bitch better not be round. <laughs> right. Square vases. Second choice. White Casablanca lilies with no foliage. Third choice. White freesia. No foliage. Sound like green. But nope. I, I mean, to, to give me the, sh- the other stuff on Kanye's writer. He wants them to outfit his underpants. Huh? After the uh-huh. alcohol, at least the one I'm looking at, I found one too. It says, must have items. Please let us know if you cannot find. Two tubes of Carmex, one large T-shirt, one pair of tube socks, a soft bristle toothbrush, 
Arm & Hammer baking soda toothpaste, powder fresh deodorant, large cotton boxers, shower shoes, shampoo, soap, hand sanitizer, Nivea lotion, Neutrogena face. Like, he can't pack his own shit. He's moving in. What are you talking about? My fear is he'd oh never leave God. if I had all that stuff. I like yours and he better. Furnishes, he furnishes the wardrobe room and the female band room with, like, folding table, mirrors, love seats, end tables, lamps. Same. Let me see if Rihanna's is on here. It's the smoking. Where'd you find those? Where'd you I find yours? I don't know. The Madonna one, I like that she she wants it to look exactly like her own home. So no matter where she flies, she wants her entire, she wants to reconstruct it. Her, her whole, her backstage must look exactly like her home. Really? That no means she way. ships her furniture. What yeah. happens in shipping if a couch is broke or something like that? She's going from place to place. You I get to tell happens. her. You tell her. I'll tell her. Guess I'll what? Tell Here's her. a folding chair. Sit your ass down there until it's time to sing. Then get out there and sing. Then get back here and get ready to go. I the think only stipulations Rihanna has for her driver is that they're smartly dressed. I like the idea of the comfort. I like the I like the deep yeah. couch with lots of pillows. Like I, I just the things that would set me off before appearing would be a weird smell. Um, mm-hmm. I don't yep. know a timer. <laughs> You know what this shows me? This shows me that they're very bored before the show and they have time to think about this crap and that they want to have this so that they have something to obsess about if it's not right. I think that's what this is all about. Alicia Keys says she wants seven sets of metal silverware. What? Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't all eat in plastic. Actually, Rihanna says that too. Four dinner plates, knives and forks, paper napkins for four people. No paper, plastic. Hors d'oeuvres in a chafe dish, sterno heated, split with three dividers to include buffalo rings, one whole roasted chicken, spiked with jerk seasoning, cut into parts, and steamed white rice. She also needs fire hot, crunchy Cheetos <gasps> and Frosted Flakes and Golden Grams. Guys, Mallory came, that? Ooh, Mallory came home and said, you're not going to believe what one of these kids in school did today. And I thought, oh, tell me and tell me you're also not friends with them. Do you know what Takis are? No. Yeah, they're like a hot Cheeto, aren't they? They are a wildly hot Cheeto. It's like a very Spanish sort of hot, hot, hot Cheeto. She mm-hmm. said that this kid at school diced it up and snorted the talky dust. Really? And then what happened? There was a lot of uh, crying, a lot of tears. Uh, <laughs> Did he cry? I, Had to. I, I couldn't even get past the fact that he took all of this dust on the table and snorted hot, hot, hot cheese dust up his nose. He wants to be that guy that people talk about in school later. <laughs> like, I knew this one guy. He was such a dumbass. From he now snorted, on, his name is know. Taki. <laughs> From That's now on, nickname. you will call him nothing yeah, other exactly. than Taki. Right. Yo, Taki, what's up? I, these guys, I, these kids, he's in eighth grade. Hey, why is he snorting anything? I, I mean, how do you even know to, I mean, if anything. How do you, yeah. How do you it's even for know attention. How do you not know? It's well, for he attention. got it, and he made our podcast because he's so fucking stupid. Well, I, get I understand the humid- that. I get the humidifier as a demand. I get the... Who is this? this? Was this Drake? Does Drake say humidifiers? Because it says, oh no, Mary J. Blige. T- two humidifiers, 10 medium pre-washed bath-sized towels. No dairy or pork of any kind, all caps. How dare you? Fiji water. Well, I... No pork. I thought it was Drake because of like koshery things. You don't want pork. I get it. But no dairy, no pork. 
Dr. Pepper, ginger ale, these really come up as, you know, a, a bar for most of these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They want a full bar. I'm looking at Kevin Hart's writer. Oh, what does he have on there? How big did his get um, head get? For the What Now tour. Purchaser is to furnish one clean, well-lit, capable of being locked star dressing room with a full-length mirror and scented candles for exclusive use of artist. Flat screen TV with cable in artist dressing room. Adequately Adequate quantity of vitamin water, Red Bull, spring water, hot water, and cups for green tea, honey, lemon wedges, 12 Coke Zeros, 12 Sprite Zeros, 75 red plastic cups, 50 shot glasses, full bar setup including... Eight bottles of Ciroc vodka, two peach, two coconut, two amaretto, two pineapple, two bottles of Patron, two bottles of Bel Air Rose, two bottles of D-U-S-S-E, Dussy, cranberry juice, extra pineapple juice. All beverages except liquor must be chilled. This Mixture sounds like an of. entourage. This is a, for an entourage. This is not of and course. unless he wrote specifically, please let your mirror be one of the funhouse ones that make me look super tall. <laughs> that was a good one. You ready for the food? Yeah. Do it. I'm hungry. Go. Baked whole wings, ranch dressing, buffalo sauce on the side, seasoned fried whole chicken wings on a sterno with blue cheese dressing, ranch dressing, celery, carrots, hot bow tie or other pasta Alfredo sauce, grilled chicken breast strips for six people, fried chicken breast tenders for six, not frozen, a Caesar salad with ranch dressing and balsamic for six, fried chicken tenders for six. We already said that. 12 turkey club and cheese wraps, 10 heated cheesesteak wraps, a fruit platter Holy with pineapple, fuck. grapes, strawberries, watermelon, and kiwi, an assortment of cookies, a bowl of mints and gums, 20 to-go containers, all hot food on... Stir- so 20 to-go containers, he's planning on just taking it on with him. Just taking it on with him. Like, just make sure you're going to give me the food and I'm going to take it on with me when I go. Dave Chappelle, in his stand-up act, talks about going to see Kevin Hart with his son because Dave Chappelle's son is such a big... Fan. so he says dad can yeah. we go back and see him so he's like yeah okay we'll go back and see him so he goes back knocks on the door kevin hart says hey dave come on in we're just about ready to eat and dave's like no no it's okay and his son pushes past him yes mr hart we're starving we haven't eaten in a long time so they sit down he says and wow. the son's sitting there and he's eating corn on the cob and chicken and everything. so there's no corn on the cob there on this one so he's eating chicken and going through this and he, he dave says i looked at my son he, he, you think the kid never ate so, oh my god! And then in a box, embarrassing was well, I don't know what town he was in, but it was all the jerseys of all the pro teams, like the football team, the baseball team, the hockey team, the basketball team. So then he walks. Kevin Hart walks over to the the box of jerseys and picks out a jersey and goes over to his son, uh, Chappelle's son, and gives it to him. He says, "Hey, whenever you want to make your dad mad, put this on," because it had Kevin Hart on the back of the jersey. So. He gave him a Kevin Hart jersey. Aww. I love that stand. Nice. He was great. Dave Chappelle's the best. I would love to read his writer. Do you have one of those, Jess? Uh, Chappelle. Let's see. Van Halen, nuts, pretzels, M&M's. Warning, absolutely no brown ones. Ooh. Do brown you not what? have nuts? a Chappelle one? No brown M&M's, only the colorful ones. One large tube of KY jelly. Three packs of Marlboro cigarettes. Herring in sour cream. Oh my God, I'm going to vomit. Two gallons of non-carbonated bottled spring water. Three-fifths Jack Daniels black label bourbon. Two-fifths vodka. Southern Comfort. Blue Nun white wine. What? So you want a bar? I will mm-hmm. perform if you stock my bar. 
So in 2005, Bill Cosby's writer included stipulations that said they could not advertise in the Boston Globe for Boston and Hartford engagements or the Philadelphia Inquirer or the Daily News if they're, he's performing in Philadelphia. Really? Yep. Um, also, let's see. Uh, Any ambient in everything there? Everything necessary to include a <laughs> pleasing environment. Evian. Roofies. China. Bath towns, wash towels, Neutrogena, Kleenex, one roll, one roll of high quality toilet paper. That's it. Cottonelle or equivalent. all of that food and alcohol, and you only have one roll one, of toilet paper. No, he didn't have a lot of food and alcohol. This is Bill Cosby. Oh. One. Roll that would be of on Stewart's rider. Thing. He would have Charmin. He would have six rolls of Charmin, have Charmin mandatory on his rider. Any items that buyer wishes to submit for possible autographing must be placed on the dressing room coffee table prior to artist's arrival. Also provide a Sharpie. This is to avoid a continuous stream of autograph requests. In the event that fans congregate in the stage or door area with items, buyer is to collect these items, place them in the dressing room, and arrange for the return of the items. (laughs) So in other words, he doesn't want to talk to any fans. On occasion, Mr. Kazi will respect a... um, request a specific variety of lattes from a local Starbucks or equivalent. Prior to his arrival, please locate and contact the nearest location, verify operating hours, and supply the beverage if requested. Parenthetically, does it say roofies? Does it say... I'm looking, but I don't see any phone number of a good pharmacist? Women out. No pharmacist on there? No, but he does ask for a presidential suite, two king-bedded rooms... That's it. Two king that beds. Exciting, I guess, except for the toilet. That was kind of interesting about the toilet. Iggy Pop. Ooh, <sighs> Ig- oh, God, Jess. Iggy Pop wrote, cauliflower broccoli cut into individual florets and thrown immediately into the garbage. I fucking hate that. <laughs> Good one. Oh, I have a call in 10 minutes, I hate to say. Um, okay. Here's my least favorite phrase. Okay, we'll let you go. No, no. Two birds with one stone is my least favorite. And then, okay, I'm going to let you go. That's the other one I hate. First of all, why are you hitting birds with stones and why are you looking to hit two of them? That is the worst phrase ever. What if you were going to eat birds that day? Only the wings, not the drumettes. Okay. Not the drumettes. Sorry. I don't like the drumettes either. They're too chewy. There's too much work there. If you go right between those two bones, you get much more meat. Yeah, it's gross. They're gross. Agreed. They're tough and gross. Wholeheartedly. And if they're but too hot, you, they burn your finger when you're trying to break, snap that two bones thing in the, at the joint. I'm just saying, I'm yeah. a Jess and I should not eat wings together because we will wrestle over no, the good ones. we will fight over the, yep. And I'm a perfect wing partner because I'll eat all the drumsticks while you can have all the bony things. Right. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, think- this has been so interesting. Interesting. What's mm. on your rider? Riders. Dear listener, tell us what's on your rider and what your fears are. You didn't tell us. Hold on. What's on your rider, Melissa? Uh, I've got a call in 10 minutes. I got a boogie. I I just want a comfortable spot to land. I want pillows and blankets. You know my favorite place to be is a big-ass king-size bed with some down comforters and pillows. I don't even want to get out to eat. And go with the bed. Let's just go with a bed and some and some breakfast and bed trays and just let people bring us things while we lay there. A bottle I, I of Kettle One, some oh, tasty cake chocolate chip bars. Ew. Little Marco God. Polo. <laughs> Seven friends to drunk Marco Polo. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I did. Thanks. Thanks for bringing that up twice Thanks, in a row. Thanks, John. Ah! 
Guys, guys, let us know what you think. We want to hear from you. Yeah, what's on your riders, guys? Tell us, tell us, tell us. Brilliantobservations at gmail.com. You can also find today's episode at brilliantobservations.com. Or you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Listen Brilliant. Woohoo! Hope to see you there. Thank you so much, Melissa and John, for showing up today and being your best selves. Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye.